recording this nonsense for some reason. That's what we're starting on. Hi, everybody. This, this is the bonus episode. It's not a bonus episode. It's a downtime episode. Nothing about this is a treat. This is punishment. <laughs> you all know what you did. Yeah. Uh, so who wants to go first? I will go first. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. I was, I was going to say, <laughs> if Cat has to go first again, because nobody else is going to, I'm going to cross a little bit. I don't but... like go first. I like being the follow-up, but no, I'll that's, go first for a change. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Fight. Fight to the death for it. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh... No. No. Knowing Nantes rolls, he will die. Hor- oh, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, Nimtab, uh, DM me your address, and I'll go get my halberd out of storage, and uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll see about rolling some dice with you face-to-face. That's just called LARPing. Not the way I do it. <laughs> anyway, um... I, I'm just picturing Colin watching a gladiatorial fight in ancient Rome, and just going, this is LARPing. This is, you guys know this is LARPing. <laughs> this is just LARPing. <laughs> That guy's really good. How'd you get that blood effect to be so good? Oh, oh, oh! You guys shit. are dedicated to this bit. <laughs> See, we'd also have to, we'd also have to fly Colin around, and I don't, I don't think we all have that much money for flights. Anyway, point is, Nantab, do you want to do your thing first, or do you want to do my thing first? I will do my thing. All right. So, Mega Lad, you have been. Yeah doing some research and you have found out that you know what's still big in Halcyon City despite it being the fucking year of our lord 2020 what's still big in Halcyon City despite it being the year of our lord 2020 laser tag (gasps) yes and here's the thing there's two different versions of laser tag there's the normal laser tag that we know in the real world where you just like put on a bunch of really heavy equipment and shoot light guns at each other you think plastic chess pieces are heavy? They're lasers. That's <laughs> very unfit. Calm, they're called lasers. I know you struggle to find the word, but it's called. They're called lasers. <laughs> okay, they have lasers in laser tag. <laughs> I I thought. To be fair, I've never gone laser tagging myself. I thought the equipment was he- was like heavier, but it's then it's fairly light. Okay, fair enough. Mm, depends on how old the equipment is. Some of the like yeah. real old shit can be heavy. Yeah, that, that's probably what I was thinking of the real old shit. Yeah. But regardless, there's also a superhero version of laser tag where you shoot, like, actual cosmic laser beams at each other. Well, guess what I'm all about. <laughs> uh, Cotton candy? So my question is, do you want to bring any of your good friends to go to laser tag? Let's see. I have three friends, and one of them's grounded. Do you know he's grounded, though? I'm going to text everyone. Okay. Let's play laser tag, guys. So, everybody gets a text asking if they want to go play laser tag. Can't. Grounded. Sorry. Sad face. This appears to be a useful test of my abilities. I will engage. Yeah, boy! Alright, I gotta see this shit now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Now I feel bad for grounding ape because he doesn't get to have fun with literally everybody else. I'm sorry, Ape. Yeah. Hey, it's how about fine. This? He's, he's going to have fun with at least one of us. I yeah. guarantee it. 
if, if, if Ape wants, he can be like a random fourth on the opposing per- team side. Nah, I'm good. Okay, alright. I just wanted to make sure that you didn't feel left out. So, yeah. y'all get to... It's, it's located in the mall, and much like malls in real life, this one seems to be kind of dying, but first... In fact, the only thing that seems to be keeping this mall alive is the robust laser tag. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a laser-focused economy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a yeah. weird mode. It is the o- it is the only thing keeping this mall in in business, as well as the, the laser tag arena is just slowly encompassing the rest of the mall. <laughs> Essentially, every time a business closes, it eats it and adds it to the arena. <laughs> Essentially, the food the food court's still all right. There's a there's a um, there's a Panda Express and a Cinnabon, but I mean, all the trays shaped like laser guns, so it's very weird. <laughs> but yeah, you get into the um, you get into the the laser tag place, and the guy looks at y'all and says, "So, are you here for normal laser tag, or are you here for Super League laser tag?" I will let you guess," says the obviously <laughs> not human robot. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean that you could still enjoy laser, regular laser tag. That's yeah. Like he goes, I mean, we have superheroes come in here all the time for regular laser, laser tag. I just sort of shrug in motion at Gary. Supers. Listen, we don't discriminate based on you know color. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he sets you all up for the super version. So he looks at you guys and goes, so which one of you can make your own lasers and who needs one of these? And he holds up like two, he holds up like an actual, a gun that seems to be able to shoot actual lasers. They're very, they're extremely low powered lasers. If you were able to steal one of these, you would not be able to, uh, you would not be able to terrorize a bank with one of these. I will require your beam technology. All right, he hands you one. I make grabby hands at the laser gun. And uh, he hands you one as well. No thanks, I can make my own. All right, so that means I need to turn this on. And he just flips a switch underneath there. And he's like, yeah, that's a generator to make sure that your laser beams don't kill anybody. It kind of suppresses your powers a little bit. At least I hope it does. Maybe you have a power that negates. You don't have a power that negates other powers, do you? No, uh, I don't think so. Um... Okay. I mean, I cool. wasn't planning to kill anyone anyway. I I know, but like we we just gotta make sure. Like, all right, you get only ten takes... minutes. Uh, if we see fist flying in there, you will be. We will stop and remove you from the arena. The lasers are set to low power, but we do ask you that you do not fire at scenery deliberately, and <laughs> have fun. Oh, no running in the arena. That's still law. You can't do that. Safety. The employee looks at the other employee and he's like, "Why are you stepping on my vibe, man?" I'm bored. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I demand you let eight voice as many NPCs in this as he wants. Listen, I I let him do a thing. He wants to interject, he can interject at any time. That is fine by me. Anyway, uh so you guys go in and it is what kind of theme should it be? Like cause Ruined City is a bit on the nose considering what just happened to the city. I can't believe we're in the cowboy-themed laser tag. <laughs> okay, sure. 
cowboy themed blazer tag. There's like a saloon. There's like some holographic horses. That's it. <laughs> no, um, there's there's way more than that. But yeah, it's it's cowboy realistic theme. western theme or you know cowboy cowboy. Theme. Yeehaw! Okay, yeah, it's, it's got to be cowboy cap. I mean, There's inexplicably a cactus in the middle of town. Exactly, a tumbleweed rolls through. If it hits you, you, you get negated points. There's holographic cowboys. Uh, the sheriff is sitting asleep on a rocker in front of the jail. There's a holographic prisoner rattling against the bars. Let me out! I didn't do nothing. It's all a lie. <laughs> exactly. How are they even allowed to keep me here? This is laser tag. But then <laughs> this music starts playing anyway. You <laughs> <laughs> already put this by Space Jam. Yes. Um, God, I'm going to have to find a lyricless version of this. <laughs> so, who wants to be on whose team? Well, it's, there's three of us, so I say free for all. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, same. I could have I could have created an NPC if uh, you wanted to do team ups, but yeah, free for all sounds good. All right, so since this is Mega Lad's downtime, I will let Mega Lad go first. So, Mega Lad, you're up. I I am gonna float into the saloon and hide behind the piano. Okay. You know the the first the first step is to find your cover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. hmm. All right. So we'll do the set. We'll do the setup. All right. Who wants to go after Megalad now that Megalad has found his hiding spot? <laughs> I will patrol the streets and also turn my body into a reflective surface. All right. Because playing fair is not in my agenda. Oh, trust me. There's tons <laughs> of people who are going to be fucking cheating in this. That's superhero laser tag. That's what it's for. All right. Switch. What do you want to do? But just find a spot that's relatively out in the open and chill. Okay. <laughs> Lasers power up. The answer comes on. Let the bloodbath begin. Three, two, one. Carrie can't say bloodbath on the mic. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Dave. Let the murder <laughs> commence. <laughs> Welcome to Thunderdome, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, Megalad, you're up first. You see Switch just out in the open, and Nick is patrolling the streets. You uh, see you see them out in the open every once in a while, but, like, they are moving, whereas Switch is just a big, tempting still target. Uh, that's... I, come on, I work with Switch. I would like to try and figure out... Because my guess is Nick's going to fire at them, and then Switch is going to switch. Mm-hmm. So I want to try and figure out where Switch would be likely to switch to. That is a Pierce the Mask role, please, because that is one of the questions on Pierce the Mask is what are you really planning? So. Oh, good. My worst <laughs> stat. Welcome to the club. Well, I have no clue. I nope. take I take him at a chair, just a random chair. <laughs> I'm assuming this is because this is downtime. We're not well, marking potential for misses. Oh no! No, you can still mark potential for misses. That's oh, fine. Sweet. Yep. Yeah, so, it depends um, on how important the miss is. Yeah. So here's the thing: a negative. There are negative. There have to be negative consequences to misses. So, uh, switch. 
Nick, you see Megalad's head just pop up and aiming at a random chair that is nowhere near either of you. Nick, what do you do? Well, I start separating myself and turning the separations into tiny focal mirrors. I am literally covering all of the angles. (laughs) Once everything is positioned, I will fire the laser at myself and reflect it in all possible directions in order to hit switch. All right. (laughs) That's bullies annoying. (laughs) So go ahead and roll directly engage a threat. I wouldn't have to work this hard if I was uh, aiming at a normie. (laughs) (laughs) Kapow. So, hmm. There is a version of the move that is for uh, PCs. I don't see that in the basic moves. Uh, Or at the very least, uh, some of them have that. Oh, yeah. Directly Uh, engage is not one of them. Directly engage is not one of them. So, Switch, you see a bunch of lasers coming at you all at once. So I wasn't aware that I had the ability to see an infrared. I mean, it's super. It's superhero stuff. It's... Yeah. Please yeah, remember that the- Kalon has never actually played laser tag. No, this is superhero laser tag. I'm glad that you've made a superhero laser tag so that way I can explain any inconsistencies away as it's superhero laser tag. <laughs> All the beams are visible and have travel speeds. Yes. Despite exactly. being lasers. Yes. If you're going Normie's uh, uh, laser tag, yeah, it would definitely have been instantaneous. But, like, you have a split second to react, and whatever you're going to do, you're gonna, it's going to be at a minus one because of that incredible 14 that Nick rolled. Travel times, you say, Bobbin. Okay, well. But the, f- the thing is that the laser has been diffused in order to travel through all places. Right. I'm not sure you can diffuse a laser. I mean, like, dilute a laser. <laughs> so essentially the question is, how fast can you dodge? Um, well, I can uh, I can nearly instantaneously dodge to any position, so long as I have a target. And uh, your mirrors are a pretty good target. The, they, the mirrors are specifically getting hit, though. Might not be the best I'm move. Aware. I'm aware. I'm aware. All right. So, go ahead and roll defend. Uh, what? Because you're, you're not... Like, because you're trying to defend your... No, uh, defend it's somewhere... It's freak, isn't it? Or directly engage. I, I would have just said take a powerful blow, but just don't really take any of the big things if you hit. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, go ahead and roll uh, take a powerful blow. Colin didn't think about this. No, I didn't. Seven. So, which one of those do you want? Because I don't think you're going to struggle past the pain. Marking, marking two conditions because you're playing laser tag is a bit much. Why not? How about this, Colin? Instead of that, why not just like start a point tally? Yeah. And he gets one point. Yeah. So yeah. For a seven to nine. It, it'd be lives or points, really. Yeah, that makes I've, sense. Yeah, so... No, Megalad doesn't have one. What am I writing out? Yeah. Megalad aimed at the wrong chair. Yeah. I just shoot the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out there was a fourth player that nobody knew about because he was a shapeshifter. <laughs> Shot me. <laughs> <laughs> You're the chair. You're the piano. You're the top three pizza boxes on the pile. 
You're the right saloon door. <laughs> so yeah, Switch, you hear a ding as one of the lasers hit you, and I'm gonna say there's a big holographic scoreboard that ups the, um... It's, it's based on color, so obviously Megalad's going to be blue, because he, of course, would have grabbed the blue vest. The color is... Actually, no, I don't. I shouldn't make that decision for you. I would immediately grab the blue one as I am blue. Okay, so uh, Nick, what color did you grab? Well, I've got a green insignia on my chest, so... Okay, and Switch, what color did you grab? Purple. All right, so uh, the green player is up by one point. So, now that that's done, Switch, it is your turn. Cool. We all need to swap around colors on the. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> so I am directly next to Nico now because I swapped out with one of his mirrors. I just mm-hmm. shoot him in the chest. All right. Go ahead and roll directly engage a threat. I'm going to give you a plus one because you're at point blank range. Not that you needed it. You got a 13. So, Nico. Yep. All right. So. Um... It is a touch. I must confess it. <laughs> Alright, so uh, purple is up by one. I'm going to rule that it's going to be the first to five, because I don't want to be doing this forever. So, now the goal here is to confuse my teammate. So, uh, I'm going to start swapping his main body around rapid fire with just, like, anything I can see. Okay. Go ahead and roll Unleash Your Powers. Well, I believe it's uh, Megalad's turn to act. Well... Yep, alright, so I was, I was gonna do this real quick though. Um, so, next thing that Zero has to roll is gonna be at a minus one. Because of all the swapping and it being extremely confusing. Megalad, you're up. Oh, we're using powers, are we? That's yeah, that's sort of the point of. Okay, then. Let's burn. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to justify not taking the consequences for that one. Uh, well, it's downtime, isn't it? If I not if I wind up knocking myself out, then I'm sure I'll recover all my <laughs> conditions before the next arc. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that would be the the difference here. The, the yeah. conditions are real, but they will go away this time. Yeah. Next yeah. episode, I can't believe Megalad died during laser time. <laughs> I'm already angry, guilty, and insecure. You're angry because you just shot a chair. You're insecure because you just shot a chair. You're guilty because that chair had a family. <laughs> that shapeshifter <laughs> had a family. <laughs> so, yep, you've charged up your burn, so what do you want to do? Uh, I've done this before. Let's make a beam appear. Specifically, so Nick and Switch is sort of in this battle where Nick's, I guess, in the middle and Switch is sort of constantly switching places around him. What if I made a very wide beam appear under the whole thing? Oh, just try and hit both of them at the same time. Yeah, it's a thing I've done before. But let's let's make sure, let's use overcharge. Let's make two birds take a plus ten when I unleash my powers. Let's get that auto hit on both of them. Well, I mean, I was going to do directly engage a threat, not not unleash your powers. Hey, it's me who says what my moves are. I'm overcoming the obstacle of hitting both of them at once. No, I was going to say I'm going to make you roll directly engage a threat. Is the thing. <laughs> in that, yeah, in that case, I will spend one burn mm-hmm. 
to mark a condition. Oh, I've got a mark a condition as well. Shit. Okay, cool. Fine, I'll do that. You know what's going to happen is you're going to hit all your conditions and just like knock yourself the fuck out. And then Nico and I are going to like shake hands and walk over and just shoot your <laughs> unconscious body for the entire thing. <laughs> yes, but it'll be worth it if I win. Okay, so I can ask any one question around about the world around me and the GM will answer honestly. Mm-hmm. Where will Switch teleport next? That's not asking me, that's asking... Switch here. Cat, where's the Switch going to end up next? Uh, well, probably just going to keep doing this until Nick finds his footing, and then I'm going to swap out with Mega Lad. All right, well, in that case, I, I'm going to on both of us, but also on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to make a beam appear under all three of us. And now, let's have that danger roll. Oh, and when I reappear at where Switch was, I'm mm-hmm. going to immediately dodge roll out of the way. Okay, because you know where it's coming from. Got it. Yeah. Here so we go. Go ahead. go ahead and roll directly engage with it. Kapow! So you hit both of them, so I need both of you guys to roll, take a powerful blow. All right, well, you don't actually hit Nick. I and keep moving get, around. It's tricky. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you do get, but you do get one point off of switch. So it's tied one to one to one. I might lower this down to three because it's taking a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say actually. Yeah. yeah. So it's usually three lives or something. So yeah. So uh, Nick, you're up. Uh, I will extend my senses into my remote locations in order to um, basically get get my bearings and fire on uh, Switch when they're too busy switching me to defend themselves. Alright. So this is trying something new, so I think Freak might be a... Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and roll Unleash Your Powers then. That is a 10. Cat, go ahead and roll Take a Powerful Blow. That's four. Uh, Switch knows what's, what's up. There's no point given. But it was a good, it was a good try. I think what happens is, like, I, as which is teleporting me around, I say, you are incorrect if you think that this is disorienting to me. And I lower the gun and fire and, but switch, you know, uses, takes advantage of the warning I gave them. Mm-hmm. Should have done it afterwards. Put that in your databanks for later. Switch, you're up. All right, well... Blue Bombers just put me inside the saloon. Yep. Which means I've got Primo line of sight on both of the others. I would like to pop them both if I could. Alright, that's going to be two different directly engaged threats because you don't really have the power set like, uh... Well, you hit one of them. Hit both of them. Who are you shooting at first? I would have shot at... Nico first. No, I would have shot at Megalad first. All right, Why? so I need you both because to roll. Because I'm take counting a- on Nico still being disoriented. I need you both to roll. Uh, take a powerful blow. Please. Well, I know where I was. <laughs> yep, you fire twice, and they both managed to dodge out of the way. Apparently, I am not disoriented. Uh, crazy. <laughs> All right, Megalad. 
Nick, you went and made yourself reflective. That's rude. I am still wearing the sensor above my body. I consider that sporting. Okay, cool. I'll just shoot that then. Okay, go ahead. Come on, roll. There we are. There we are. It's nine. So, uh, go ahead and roll. Take a powerful blow. Seven. Hmm. Yeah, if it's not a full hit, how does yeah, this work? See, I, yeah, see, I was going uh, to suggest if any of us get a, a seven to nine on our attack rolls, then the uh, mm-hmm. the take a powerful blows get a minus one modifier. Yeah, actually, that makes sense. So that's another miss, we'll say. And none of us can hit so each other ahead. now. <laughs> we're too evenly matched. Okay. We're all warmed up. If any sun dog uh, were here. Okay, to be fair, I I do have a way of ending this soon if uh if a fun time was had by all. <laughs> okay, so Nick, you're up. I prioritize escaping the situation and then uh firing at a distance once I am safely away. Alright. Who are you firing at? Uh, whoever leaves the saloon first, one way or another. Okay, so you're overwatching the saloon. Uh, we were both uh, outside. Yeah, I'm the only one so in the saloon. You two are outside. Well, whoever I've got a line of sight on first. Well, then that would probably be Mega Wed. So go ahead and fire. Oh, no. Nope. That shot goes very wide. Switch, you're up. Uh, well... Since one of my targets just ran away and the other didn't, I'm going to shoot at the one that didn't. Congratulations, Blue Bomber. You're the big threat of the day. Alright, so that's the full hit. Go ahead and roll take a powerful blow. I want to use a burn power. Okay, what burn power is that? I want to use moat. (laughs) Create an anti-laser moat around you? Yes! Yeah, okay. You don't have to to roll. It just works. Spend a burn. Alright, so, another round where nobody hits each other, and also, I'm going to time wipe this away as and time passes. It's another, like, fucking nine minutes where nobody's able to hit anybody, and then all of a sudden the uh, screen above just screams, sudden death, and you see a bunch of bombs, like, holographic bombs starting to drop out of the sky and start exploding everywhere. Basically, whoever hits somebody first is the winner. This is just a tattoo now, so Megalad, you're up first. There's a bomb dropping right on top of you. What do you do? Well, for sudden death, I think it would only be fair for us all to roll danger one last time and the winner gets it. Uh, Actually, yeah. Yeah, let's just do that. Everybody just, yeah, everybody just roll danger and whoever gets the highest wins. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. no. Oh, there it goes. Okay. Well, Nick, because you have spread yourself out so much, you get hit by like seven bombs. They hurt about as much as the laser beams do, which is to say, not at all. Unlike uh, Switch's power, this does disorient me. Yes. Megalad's too busy, like, trying to dodge bombs, and he starts shooting, but the shot goes wide. And then Switch just walks just walks out, swaps positions with one of the holographic bombs, and then just fires at both of you and just ends up scoring two points anyway, so uh, they do get three points. How do switch. You switch with a hologram? <laughs> I was going to yeah. say that. Damn, switch. Oh, okay, no, not a, hol- <laughs> not maybe, a switch with a hologram. Switch can, maybe Switch can describe how they win. Yeah, yeah. Honest, so, like, so I worked for a tech thief, so I'm pretty well versed in, like, how holograms and shit work. So I'm able to just, like, 
I, I am not taken off guard by this at all. I've done training sims on holograms, so I'm able to just, like, wait. I just wait for the two of you to end yourselves on the bonds. <laughs> all right. And then the holograms end, and it says, um, congratulations, purple player. Switch wins. Fatality. I fucking blow the non-existent smoke off the barrel of my gun. <laughs> Holographic smoke does end up blow- blowing off, and the worker walks in to uh, collect the equipment. He goes, how did you know that we- when you blow on the barrel that like holographic smoke comes off of it? We don't usually tell that to people. Ultra instinct. Until yeah, after the... <laughs> Thank you for this experience. I have learned much about my capabilities. I feel stronger, like I've leveled up in life. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. So, we're gonna pan away from that, and we're gonna go to, because I feel bad for having to not include him for so long, we're gonna go to poor, grounded Felix. Can I? Sorry, can I clear my conditions now? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I think Cat said they wanted to go next, though. Oh, ah, it's fine. Let's hear from Ape. Yeah. Uh, okay. Although, um, if I go next, we're hearing from Ape anyways. But I don't play. <laughs> Either works for me, honestly. Well, do you want to do a thing that I have planned with you, or do you want to do a thing all for yourself? Uh, I'll do my thing first, actually, because that'll be pretty quick. Okay. All right, so, poor Grounded Felix. What's going on? Um, basically, when I'm not in school, I've just been sitting in my room either doing my homework or just, like, watching TV, and I've been watching some episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation, and I have gotten some ideas. <laughs> oh, dear. So, what I'm actually kind of do for my downtime is learn a new use for my power and so first of all I'm going to activate the mask so that my freak isn't at a minus one mm-hmm. and so to describe exactly what happens is I'm sitting watching one of the old um oh god I've lost the name holodeck? thank you god one of the old, you know, one of the holodeck episodes. Mm-hmm. And at some point I noticed they describe the holodeck as being hard light. And I think, hmm. So what I want to do specifically is I'm trying to create another sun dog at a hard light. Not like an alive one, but like I'm making. Well, it's not an illusion because it'd be solid, but yeah, like projection. Yeah, You're making a decoy. Yeah. All right. So I want to be like, I mean, it's in. I wait until everyone else is asleep so that there's not, well, significantly less chance of anyone walking in on this. Mm-hmm. And I am just kind of practicing doing that. All right. Go ahead and roll Unleash Your Powers, and I already know exactly how this is going to happen if you fail. Uh Uh-huh. That's a seven. Seven. So, I can tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. So, 
basically you start trying to create another sundog and it's there but it starts like flickering and you know like it's it's not a very good decoy it's very obviously like you're making this out of light but hey it's working kind of okay first attempt not terrible see if we can refine that a little bit though please fail please fail please fail I really want you to fail because I already know. It's an eight. Such a supportive GM. <laughs> no, but it, like the failure will be funny. So yeah, it's very much the same. A little you know, bit better. A little bit better. You create Moriarty. Just like not from the show, just actually Moriarty somehow. <laughs> Bobbin, you fucking get out of my headspace, please. <laughs> okay. Okay. A little bit better. I might have to practice this. Let's give it another go, though. There you go, finally. Perfect copy of Felix just standing in the room. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, he's T-posing. That's the (laughs) default life state for everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, gotta make him move around and do things. How long can I sustain this? That's a good question. So... Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll... If you want to try and have him move around and everything, go ahead and roll another Unleash Your Powers. I'm just going to keep rolling forever. It's a nine. Nine. It's like kind of awkward... Awkward, like, Uncanny Valley puppety movement a little bit. Yeah, yeah. the best way I'm going to describe it is have you ever seen the claymation from movies in the 70s? That's basically it. Kind of jittery and kind of, like, missing some in-between frames. Usable in a pinch, but not exactly, you know, like... Reliable. Reliable, right. I'll have to practice on that. So, yeah, it starts, like, walking around, like, the Attack of the Titans uh, claymation thing. Is this thing solid? It's solid. I'm going to roll one more time to see if I can get it to move naturally looking. All right. Eleven. There I you go. I have mastered this ability. You've... You... Guess what? You figured out how to uh, tween your frames. <laughs> so there you go. Right. Now, the question in the future will be, how long can I make this last, and what range can I do it at? But I feel pretty good for what I've done tonight. That'll be interesting. That is a question for when you're not grounded. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much all I wanted to do for my downtime. All right. Who wants to go next? I think I know. I'll take it, sure. All right. My thing or your thing? My thing. All right. So, Robin Butler is currently having a bad one. And they, uh, they are presently about halfway through a bottle of hot sauce when they come to the realization that maybe they don't have to do it this way anymore. Fucking love the fact that you just drink hot sauce. Look, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's an extremely, like, real depression hours move. Okay. See anything that makes them feel alive. The heat, the sauce, <laughs> the texture, the flavor. 
<laughs> so, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send Felix a text message that asks, Hey, what's your address? Weird question, but alright. Let's send them my address, I guess. 123 Fake Street. That sounds extremely fake. You're not lying <laughs> to me, are you? You have a phone? Look it up. I mean, sure, that might be a real address, but it's a fake your address. No, God, like... I have to actually send them the real address. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being a shit. I'm cranky because I'm grounded. So... I am going to plug that into Google Maps and then zip over to the closest dead drop and then walk over to Felix's house and I am going to spend a little bit of time casing the joint to make sure that his parents aren't home. Sure. I'll say that they're both at work at this point. Excellent. They might be coming home soon because it's, uh, it is after school and you know it like if it, if they work nine to fives and they're probably gonna be what home time is this happening actually i like, feel like this should be cat's call oh yeah would have to be after uh, school though i mean or on a weekend or on a weekend yeah which is which was my thought okay yeah fair enough so what time are you doing this then S- sometime in the afternoon okay yeah they're both at work then Damn, unforgiving jobs. Maybe they're out doing something and I'm still grounded. Yeah, that too. <sighs> they're, uh, they're out on a date or something. I'm being discluded from laser tag with Gabby. So, I would just walk my ass right up to the front door and knock on it. I'll answer you. Hi there. Uh, I'm going to assume you scouted the area and know my parents aren't home. Otherwise, this is very brazen. Yes, I'm, I checked. Okay. Do you want to come in? Yes, please. Cool. Do you need something to drink? You got, like, some hot sauce, like, right here? Ah, fuck I, me. You I, want some water? Uh, you know what? No, I, I'm still savoring the flavor. Okay. Sure. Uh, like some crackers, anything? Nah, no, no, no. I I'm good on that front right now. I'm currently not in a state where I get hungry. Uh, we're having it's one of them days, huh? I'm having one of those days, yes. Cool. Ah, uh, so what can old Sun Dog do for you? Ah, uh, well, see, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is this whole state that I'm in right now is sort of like the top layer. You know how when you like boil milk, you get a skin? I've not boiled milk before, but I will take your word for it. Okay. Well, you get a skin. And uh, this whole thing is the skin of the high-end anxiety attack that I am currently sitting on top of. Okay, so do you just need to talk, or do you want to go do something? I mean, I'll... I, I am grounded, but I will sneak out of the house for you. 
I think I just need to talk for now. Okay, cool. We'll see about doing something later. Um, just in case parents do come back early, let's hit the room so that they don't walk in on Switch sitting in my living room. They've seen me. They've seen me on TV. <laughs> yeah, but they might start asking questions about why Switch is in my is in their living room. So that would be an extremely intelligent person thing to do. Also, I got video games, so... Well, Switch isn't supposed to be in your room. They won't be for very long. Yeah, I assume you've got a window that I could just, like, look outside and triangulate some small object that I could get the fuck out of here on. I mean, it's fair, but also, like, I don't want to be, like, right in the open. Actually, no, you know what I'm gonna do? You've never seen me do this, but... As you, like, turn towards your bedroom, I, like, go back to the front door and start taking very measured steps in, like, very straight lines and turning at right angles, and I am counting out loud, but sort of halfway under my breath. Okay, I'm just gonna assume this is some sort of switch thing. And then I will eventually just, like, find a spot in your room and just, like, plop down on it. Huh. Okay. So, um, see, I just got, like, my bed. There's a beanbag. I'll I'll sit on the bed. You can have the beanbag if you want. Yeah, sure. Works for me. I want to say, like, since since Felix isn't going anywhere today, he's still in his jammies. Just sitting cross-legged on the bed. That's extremely fair and valid. I'm going to rule that Robin is a little more, like put together than normal because they actually like took a shower and put on clothes that don't suck alright so as your therapist um, let's see where do you want to start what what is on your mind uh so I oh fuck uh right gotta do this first um does does Felix have a computer in his room? I feel like he had a laptop, but parents have taken that as part of grounding. Let him keep his TV and video games, but mm, phone only. All right, uh, I will like hold up my hand and make a grabby hand and be like, "Let me see your phone." Sure. Yeah. I mean, I know where they keep the laptop. I can go grab that real quick. No, it's fine. I just uh, and I turn it off, and then I pull out my phone and turn that off. Okay, so this is some big shit, huh? Yeah, kinda. Uh, do you want to, like, unplug the TV and stuff? What kind of, what level of electronics are we looking at here? Anything with a microphone in it. Uh, hmm. Okay. I think this... Switch? No. I think that's everything with a microphone in here. I was about to say the Switch, but... (laughs) No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so I gotta. I'm not ready to like completely, like, say what's up yet because it's still freaking me out. But in your own time, to to sort of dance around it. So I I have the opportunity to make a miracle happen. 
but in order to do it, I have to turn myself into one of the most lethal people on the planet. Okay, yeah. So... Let me... Okay, so... You say lethal, you mean like you'd be able to switch parts of people out? Or what are we talking about here? That's what I'm getting at, yeah. Okay, but if you do this and you don't want to do this because you're afraid of your own abilities, right? I'm afraid of my own abilities and I'm afraid of other people finding out. Okay. That's entirely valid, yeah. Like, under these circumstances, I would definitely be able to take most of them, but I'm also not too keen on having to kill all the Vindicators because they think I'm an unacceptable risk. That's heavy. Okay, okay. Let's get away from murdering for a moment. What is this miracle you'd be able to do? I can't tell you yet. All right. In your own time. Okay. So the question you're trying to weigh is whether this would be worth potentially becoming an engine of destruction and you are extremely not comfortable with that versus would this miracle be worth just kind of destroying yourself in your in your own way is that what i'm getting is that am i on the mark there you're pretty close yeah uh, did you just want to vent or you don't want like actual advice cuz i think this is a little bit out of my league personally it being kind of out of your league is why I'm asking you. Okay. Let me ask you something then. If if you decided to do this to become one of, in your words, the most dangerous people on the planet, at the end of the day, if you looked in the mirror, would you still see Switch? I mean, yeah. I, I don't think I would stop being me just because I could invisibly kill people by looking at them. Terrifying. Um, if you don't feel that you would lose who you are, Robin, then... I mean... Who you are isn't tied... Well, I guess it is kind of tied to your powers. That's like a whole thing. Oh. Um, you know what? I'm not going to voice that thought. Uh, listen. If you feel that this is worth it, maybe this is like a... Atonement or something? 
or are you just afraid of what you might become if you do this? Um, both, I guess. I'm not a qualified therapist. I don't know if you've noticed that. They took my license away. I don't need you to be a qualified therapist. It's okay. Listen, all right. Okay, let's, let's, okay. How about this? No matter what happens, you're still going to be Robin. You're still going to be my friend. And that's... That's what matters to me. I don't know about you. Uh, well... I would like to believe that that's all that will matter. It's just, you're, you're not the only one I have to worry about. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't know how close you're paying attention to him, but I get the feeling that Gary is ready to just fucking annihilate me the second he thinks I'm taking one step out of line. Okay, Gary can get content sometimes, but I don't. I can't give you any new knowledge. I have an inkling of what you're talking about, but I'm not sure, and... I just... Listen, you're my friend. No matter what happens, you're going to be my friend. But if you feel like doing this, performing this miracle, is maybe worth... Towing the dark side, I guess? I don't know. If you feel like it's... This is a lot. But... I mean... In order to gain something, a lot of times you have to sacrifice something. And do you think this gain is going to be worth the sacrifice? I mean, I guess that's what it boils down to. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be. Okay. So the question is, are you willing to do that? And I can't help you with that, Robin. But I will be here to support you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, this sounds like something you have to do on your own, and I can't follow you there, but... I'll be there to pick you up if you fall. That's all I can do. I will try my best not to. I mean... We're, we're just people. At the end of the day, we're just people. We have incredible, extraordinary abilities, but... I'm 15. I go to school. I have parents. I have, a, I have a family. I'm grounded. And I can do incredible things. And I can I, I can do this. Look. And I make a second sun dog. She's sitting on the bed next to me. I learned how to do that like two days ago. I applaud politely. Yeah. I'm a 15-year-old boy. You are a 17-year-old teenager. And 
we have incredible weights on our backs. Let's be honest about that. We pretend that this is like haha jovial fun times, but if we mess these things up, people die. So it's we already have incredible weights on it. I, I'm rambling, I guess, but you're just you're a person. It's normal to be worried about things. It's normal to be worried. People worry about, like, what they're going to have for dinner. People have anxiety attacks over something as small as that. And if you're talking about what I think you're talking about, yeah, this is completely normal to be freaked out about. So, be freaked out. It, it's, it's a normal thing to do. Just, if you're going to do it, do it. but I can't make you feel good about this, and I can't make you feel relaxed about this. This is a hell of a thing you're talking about. Again, assuming that I have correctly sus what you're talking about. I just kind of throw my hands up and say, look, if you're just going to guess all night, then just guess. This is about the L.A. thing, right? This is about the L.A. thing, yeah. I mean, I figured it's kind of the whole... Yeah, that's... Okay. I don't know what you think you're going to be able to do, but if you think you can do something... I mean, I, I am, again, I'm not a qualified therapist. I'm just your friend. That's all I really need you to be. Okay. I don't I don't know if you've noticed, but you're you're kind of the normal one here. Eh nor look, I mean I've got look, I, I put my arm around the fake sun dog and he puts his arm around me. It's like normal is a hell of a thing. What the hell is normal? I don't know. Okay, but I'm more but grounded like, is I think the word you're looking for. Right. Yeah. Like you're you're a human with a, a decade and a half of human experiences. Right. You aren't the conduit for fucking universal background radiation, multidimensional nonsense. I'm not a sentient cloud of nanobots. And you didn't leave home at 13 to be the lead tech thief for a supervillain and also nuke four million people out of existence. Okay, again, if we're going to be bringing that up, that's still not your fault. I know you blame yourself. It's not your fault. That's on Gears. Alright, I won't pretend to know what you're planning. I just know, I just do what you gotta do and if you get in over your head, I'll be here. Well, you know what I mean. I'll probably be somewhere in the city, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You sure you don't want, like, some crackers or something? I think I might like to play video games for a little while. Alright, they're not due back for a couple hours, so, yeah. Um, let's see, I got Clay Fighter 4 here. Uh, <laughs> let me see. You have Clay Fighter 4, but not Smash. This is amazing. <laughs> what the fuck is Clay Fighter? 
<laughs> Clay Fighter was a no. Clay Fighter was an actual series that ended like during the '64 era. Yeah, the last game that came like out was three Clay games. Fighters '63 and one third. What the heck is Smash? I was just like huh. referencing something. <laughs> I just wanted to pull that out. No, okay. I like the I, I like the idea that Felix has Clay Fighter Four, but not Super Smash Brothers. I like the idea that instead of Smash Brothers getting big, Clay Fighter just got big and stayed big. <laughs> they did have a crossover with Earth, Earthworm Jim at one point. Good. That could be the best crossover ever. Everyone loves the Earthworm Jim. Alright, and then you play video games for a few hours, and then the parents start coming home. Uh, that's the folks you best get gone. Alright, alright. Um, alright, two things. Um, don't lose this backpack. Okay. And, uh, I apologize if this is a bit much or a bit strong, but I'm, uh, I'm pale for you, Felix. And then I'm going to swap out with my in-base dead drops. Now you have my backpack. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Internet search pale. So, Bobbin, are we going to do my thing or your thing first? Oh, we'll do my thing. Okay. So go ahead and paint me the scene. All right. Well, uh, Switch is hanging out at base, as is normal. When I arrive and see them alone, look around, nobody else is around. Robin. What's cracking, Nico? It has occurred to me that you have recently lifted a limitation upon yourself. I have also uh, removed limiters on my own power set. I believe it would be productive for us to pool our efforts and attempt to explore our new limitations in tandem. Uh, hey, just to double check, you like... You didn't, like, upload when you saw me doing that to any, like, computer servers that other people could look at, did you? The only record of your abilities currently is here. Points to itself. Thank you. You requested discretion, and so I provided. And I appreciate that a lot. I am down to do new power workouts with you, so long as we do it somewhere that absolutely no one can see. Perhaps this could be the first opportunity to test your limitations. I will provide coordinates for a location within the Nevada desert. Uh, okay. Is there something there? Because as of right now, I cannot swap out with air. Yes. Rocks. Sand. 
Okay. If I provide you the exact coordinates, you could, presumably, swap out with the location of a set particle of sand at that location. So long as you can assure me that there is a particle of sand there, yeah? The satellite images were quite convincing. Okay. Sure. Make sure you have altitude data. X, Y, and Z coordinates. Very well. Yeah, so I provide them, so what happens? Uh, so I have to do some subtraction from my current coordinates. But I guess I have to ask you what my current elevation is. Yeah, and like I said before, I am a walking, talking computer, so Mm -hmm. I can run the numbers. And then I just gotta just like set down a uh, like a couch cushion or something and just like put something heavy on it so I'm sure that it doesn't move because otherwise we're taking the long way home and then I just stand on top of the couch cushion and just hold out my hand we have to hold hands Nico (laughs) oh very well alright so Here's the question. We never really established super duper solidly where Halcyon City is, but I think we've come to the general consensus that it is somewhere in New York State. It's not replacing New York City, but maybe it's replacing Buffalo. So here's my question. Have you ever done a jump that far before? 10,000% no. Anytime I had to do a long-distance job for Gears, I had transportation provided up to a point. Alright, so what I need you to do is roll me Unleash Your Powers. Um, can I get a plus one? Yeah, plus one for helping. That's twelve. Hey, guess what? You can at least jump a couple, like maybe a, I don't know the exact distance, couple thousand miles at least 1,000 yes at least 1,000 you can jump at least 1,000 miles turns out Uh, you you said we're going to Nevada so that's almost an entire continent's length yeah okay so alright so apparently I have at least that much range and I don't need to have ever seen the object before in order to do it excellent I just have to be emphatically assured that it's there. And you must presumably be able to visualize it. But a particle of sand is not difficult to visualize. Probably. I might not be able to do it if you were telling me to swap out with I don't know, like a weird shaped object and didn't tell me anything about it. I don't know, I'll have to do visualization training later. Indeed. Okay, so we're here now. So what's the plan? My new abilities appear to be the ability to allow my body to hover off the ground, and I I do so, by controlling the magnetism that allows me to form objects in the first place. I have also gained the ability to separate parts of myself and allow them to run independently of myself, without having their overriding order be to return to the largest mass. Therefore, I would like you to separate me into as many pieces as possible, 
and I will then attempt to coordinate with myself over increasingly large distances. Okay, can I ask that you maybe don't take a human shape while I do this? That would be a productive experiment of your powers, would it not? Uh, I'm a level with you here, Nico. I'm really not comfortable with the idea of tearing apart something that looks human right now. I see. You are aware that killing is easy, yes? I am probably more aware of that than most people. It occurs to me that a chef skilled with a knife is proud of their knife skills, but may be horrified to realize that stabbing someone using their knife skills is also easy. However, for the most part, they do not do so. Okay, but you are asking me to do so. You have just approached a chef and said, Hey, test out your knife skills on this living person. It was a suggestion, but I felt it was something that could help allow you to understand the nature of your skill. In any event, I do not need to be in a humanoid form. If this is uncomfortable for you, I can shift into a ball. I would appreciate that a lot. Sure. <laughs> uh, all right. So, at this point, what I am, what I have to do, the way that my current uh, like iteration of my powers works, is I still need discontinuities. So I am observing the Mikorb and waiting for some sort of discontinuity to appear somewhere that I can use to visualize it as a chunk that I could remove. I can create pseudopods. So as soon as I have some sort of irregularity in the orb, I will rip that chunk out of the orb just replace it with a fistful of sand, I guess. Faster. Well, with the chunk missing from the orb, that creates a lot of visual discontinuity that I can just sort of compound off of. So at that point, I can pick you apart like a cotton ball. Alright. And uh, once separated into a multitude of pieces, I will attempt to create a buckyball. Googling that right now. <laughs> yeah, same. Oh, one of those. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I will never Google. So it's basically an attempt to create a coordinated image out of individual balls. Like a buckyball, but without the uh, the lines. And Yeah. Alright. So so you did say faster and uh Alright, well, so he did make a roll, and that's an eight. So, Colin. Mm hmm. Hmm. We're now engaging you, DM. Okay. I will say, go ahead and 
you can either mark a condition that will carry over into the next arc, or I can tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Well, I would say temporary. Okay, yeah. It makes the most sense. Yeah, like, it's, like, you start trying to form this buckyball, but it doesn't quite hold, so... I'm not able to get it quite as precise as my intentions are. Yeah. I know what it is. I know what it is. You told me faster and, like, didn't ever tell me to stop. So, like, as soon as you start reforming, I just pick that. I pick those balls apart, too. Scatter <laughs> them all around. No, no, no. This is the kind of thing I want, I was wanting. Yeah. So, the thing is, you'll have trouble reforming your... No, that, that would be more unstable as opposed to temporary. Yes, I'm trying to hold a specific pattern despite uh, Switch trying to tear that pattern apart. Yeah, and you that can't is sort really of, hold... That is basically the whole training. Yeah, here. you can't really hold that pattern, unfortunately. So they must be doing better than they you thought they would do initially, but since you've rolled an 8 and not a 6, they're still not doing the extent of what you think that they can do. We're sort of matching each other. Yeah. They can't tear you fast enough to stop stop you completely, but you can't reform fast enough to really make any headway in... Settling into the pattern. Yeah, settling into the pattern. Exactly. Just tell me when you want me to stop. I can probably literally do this all day. Then we shall test that as well. Yeah, I've never actually checked my endurance on this. Rip and tear until it's done. <laughs> so yeah, I, I am encouraging you to continue and, and find the limits of your endurance. Alright, so uh, what I would like you to do is since you've never really tested out your endurance like this before, go ahead and roll and unleash your powers. We'll see if you literally can do this all day. It's a no, sex. no, you really cannot. Like, it you say, I can literally do this all day, and then immediately you start getting a really bad headache? I said probably. <laughs> okay. But you, you say that, and, like, it's basically, like, two minutes after you're done saying that sentence, you get a really bad headache. I'm not going to make you roll take a powerful blow, but um, you for sure start feeling it a lot sooner than you thought you would be able to. Oof, uh, all right, so the added concentration of hunting discontinuities actively is actually making this a little difficult on me. Understood. I hope that is knowledge that is useful to you. Yeah, just means that I actually need to exercise this muscle rather than just discovering that it exists. I will sort of collect back into the humanoid form. I mean, I can keep going. Just, like, give me a minute to go back home and get something to drink. Like some aspirin. That is all right. We can train on other days. And uh, just with that in mind, I had one more specific idea that I wanted to test with uh, Robin. Okay. Which is to basically uh, hold up a pair of balloons and say, This red balloon is full of helium this blue balloon is full of air. I would like you to try and swap the contents of the balloons without swapping the rubber membrane. Ah, uh, fuck me. Alright. Uh, okay. So... So the discontinuity is the inside 
of the rubber skin. So that means I need to conceive of the air as a continuous object. All right. Give me a minute here. If it helps, a balloon that is full of air weighs more than a balloon that is empty. There is a presence within the balloon that is separate from the atmosphere around it. Right, right, right. Oh, maybe if I just... And I close my eyes and sort of like hold my hands up to my temples. Maybe if I visualize the gas being the same color as the membrane. So like... So I can think of it as an object. All right. Okay, I have it in my mind. Uh, Let me see. That's an eight. That's an eight. Do you want to mark and condition that persistence in the next arc, or do you want me to tell you how it's unstable or temporary? Mm. Give me an unstable or temporary effect. Okay, so... You try swapping them out and put into the new membranes, and um, when you open you, your you eyes... You can call them balloons. I was just being weird. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you try swapping them out of, the, uh, out, out of the balloons and into the other balloon, and instead both balloons just completely deflate. Huh. Did I miss? What did I do? You appear to have swapped the wrong volumes of atmosphere. Well, but if I... If they deflate it, then there's nothing in them. Correction. There is a minute amount in there. You are already aware that you do not have to swap the same amount of mass. You have not done so in this case. Okay, so that's really interesting, because that just means that I did two separate swaps simultaneously. Yes. Or perhaps you swapped three objects. Either way, I didn't know I could do that either. Because, like... Because if I did two swaps simultaneously, that means I grabbed two small amounts of atmosphere and put them inside the balloons. And then took the regular contents of the balloon and moved them out. What, how would I have done it with three objects? If the third object were split into both balloons, you grabbed from a single segment of air and spread it between two locations, swapping both of them with the air that was inside the balloon. Okay, that would mean that I could tear objects apart via the actual act of teleportation and not the effect of teleportation. That is a valid hypothesis. Actually, I I can check that right now on you. Do you mind if I try and tear you apart one last time? Do you require I stop being humanoid? Uh, no, no, I'm too brain blasting right now. Just don't even worry about it. Actually, it might even help because I can cleanly divide you into a left half and a right half right now. Very well. I will hold out my arms sideways. Alright. Uh, I have a Yeah. Now, now, Colin, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Because you came up with this consequence, so you have to know what the right answer is. <laughs> did I perform two swaps simultaneously, or did I swap one object and, like, split it in half into different points? It's the latter. 
Okay. Yeah. So so then it it works when I like like I I think of Nico as a whole, but I try and swap him with an object to his left and an object to his right simultaneously. Well, since you're trying to do it on purpose, I would actually require another unleash your powers to see if that does work. Yeah, well, it that's works. an eleven. Oh. Yeah, it works. Nice. Okay, that's kind of terrifying because I didn't think of a discontinuity on you while I was doing that. I just considered you a whole object, and I swapped you in two different directions at the same time. It is worth also noting that I am not a continuous object. I am a series of small objects. Right, which is why you're not dead, but, like... My point is that this can be used for useful and non-lethal purposes. If you think of a pile of something that needs to be in several locations all at once... Yeah, like, um... Don't tell anybody I don't tell anybody I mused about this out loud, but like if I needed to get my old signal rocks into multiple places at once, I could do it that way. Yeah. If I just had like a big chunk of it. Okay. Alright, but that was uh, the end of my ideas. So there's just sort of this montage of more testing being done in the Nevada desert. But like, that can all be, like, off-screen stuff now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then once the sun starts to set and it actually starts to get cold, it's it kind of fucking cold in the desert, mm-hmm. I'll take us both home. So, Mega Lad. Hmm. At me. So, you had a report that you had to do before the whole bug invasion thing, and then the bug invasion thing happened. And if you'll recall, you got a six on your roll to write that report. Yeah, but I've had, in my defense, I've had a lot more time to think about it than the rest of the class. Yeah, but, but also. At the same time, you did roll a six. So, there's gotta be some consequences for that. And the consequence... Yes! Yes, there does! What's consequences with you? Yeah, it's almost like this game is based around rolling and the consequences of rolling. I don't believe you. Hmm. (laughs) You're lying to me. (laughs) Ah, but regardless, your teacher walks up to you and goes alright, Gary I know you had a lot on your mind what with, you know the the whole bug invasion and you helping out with the bug invasion thing, but uh, he puts his, your report down that says 27 out of 100 he's like, you, you I know you, you can do better than this I had holes in my head yeah, I know and if you'll notice, I did bump it up a little bit, but I, st- I, I, in good conscience, could not give you above a 27. But I will, I will get, I will do this. 
I would give you another chance at the report, mostly because you did help save the world. That is literally the least I could do for someone who helped save the world, is give them another chance on their damn report. Alright, what do you want to report on? I mean, it can be the same subject, but like, you wrote your subject on the vizier? Don't you know him? Yes, he's so cool. That's not a word I've typically heard people associate with the vizier, but okay. Like, maybe go interview him directly. Okay. Like, if, if you just, like, if you can get his permission to record you, that's fine. And then, like, you can just, as long as, like, you know, that it shows that you're... I'm gonna make it really easy, as long as you can, like, get the interview, and as long as you can, like, show that you're interested in your subject matter, which I know you clearly are. I, you've been in my class for long enough that I know you're, you are genuinely interested, then I will regrade it, but you actually do need to do it. Okay, uh, I'll try. I hope he's, I hope he's in town. I mean, yeah, uh... There is that. If not, then I will just let you try and write the report again. But, like, if, like, basically getting a re- an interview if he is in town is essentially a guaranteed passing. Sweet. Off to the Vindicators HQ. Alright. You show your pass. It is no longer a piece of paper that has pass written in it. And I think I said purple marker? It would have been blue, but yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and you head up to the bit where, where the Vindicators work. And uh, most of them are actually... I wouldn't say most of them are here, but they are on Earth. They are uh, dealing with the cleanup of the city. The, they're trying to get rid of all the meat. Um, because, like I said, even though the city is going to bounce back from that, and it 100% will, it is going to take a while, even for Halcyon City, to like get rid of all of the meat bits and the remaining bugs. But uh, you know who's, who is taking a break? Thank God, is the Vizier. And when I say taking when I say taking a break, he is more along the lines of like just not actively hunting down meat, but he is doing like alchemy shit and you know writing stuff down in um in books. Uh, hi, Mister Vizier, sir. He looks up at you and he goes, eh, and continues working. Look, I I gotta do this school project on one of the Vindicators, and. I wanted to write about you because um, you and I are fairly similar. Uh, we both have powers that, you know, we've, we've got to control how we use them. Otherwise, the nature of reality around us would warp. So, I'm, um, you know, yes, the capitalist is my mentor and all, but I, I'm kind of interested in how you do it. How do you stop? Like, how? how Sorry, um, do you mind if I record this? He looks up at you, and he's actually fairly impressed that you've, like, managed to draw that connection between your powers. So he looks a lot less snooty. He still looks a little snooty. It's the vizier, so, you know. But he goes, no, actually, I don't mind at all. And he just sort of, like, does this hand motion, and a big comfy chair appears as as he like falls down and sits in it and then uh, another one appears like a little bit across from him and then he makes another hand motion and a uh, and like a table appears so that way you can put the um put the recording device down on it so like 
just to get this out here, I don't know if I've said this before, but I keep picturing Vizier's voice as Alan Rickman. That's extremely fitting. I was going to say, I always think of him looking like Jafar. It can, it can be both. Yeah, it can be both, honestly. But, um, he can look like Jafar and have the voice of Alan Rickman. I also have a very, like, strong Jafar-esque look in my mind, but, like, like crossed, crossed with, uh, like, a stronger wizard aesthetic. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, like, an older Jafar, gray, got the full-on beard going. If Doctor Strange were Iraqi. <laughs> if you teleport or fused Jafar and, like, Gandalf. <laughs> And then that had the voice of Alan Rickman. That's what I picture. There we go. Anyway, so yeah, he, he conjures up uh, two chairs and a table for you to that is small enough to put the recording device down on, but not much else. So yeah, um, so as, as I was saying, yeah, you and I both have powers that, if improperly used, could, I guess, unravel the very nature of existence. How... How do you... I mean, you're obviously a lot more experienced than me, but how do, how do you manage to keep it under control and to... I, I guess... I guess that's the thing. If I use these wrong, things... Buildings tend to blow up, which... Um, yeah, is really crap, and one day there's actually going to be someone in them, which is... Ter- how, how do you do it? Well, it is a matter of practice, practice, practice. Our powers are obviously not entirely similar. I mean, mine come from the arcane wells of the ley lines around the Earth, and yours come from... Not quite sure, but... (laughs) Oh, uh, I think they come from... I I just hear a hum all the time, and I shape that hum, and I... And when I went to that other dimension, there was a different hum. So I think it's something to do with dimensional energy. Hmm, interesting. But yes, it is a matter of practice. And the best way to practice is to hmm, find a... Hmm, I don't want to say find an abandoned place in town. Because there's always people hanging around in abandoned buildings. Be they shitty teens or unfortunate people who lot in life is not fortunate enough to allow them to live in better conditions, but hmm, perhaps somewhere off in the distance and remote where you can practice your powers without abandon. By finding the upper limit to your powers, then you can find a way to control that upper limit. Thank you. I'll, I'll give that a try. I mean, I guess if there's nowhere suitable in town, I can just find somewhere out of town. Oh, I can find you the most out-of-town place imaginable. And he just sort of, like, gestures over to a stone archway that is in here. It's always been there. You just never paid much attention to it, despite it sticking out like a sore thumb. So, okay, I'll have a walk through that. You just walk through the other side. He's like, I have to t- activate it first. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he, he walks over, draws like a rune on one of the sides in chalk, and it opens up to a more traditional room you would find in a wizard's tower. And then when you walk through and you look out the window, it's just like 
empty grasslands and uh and like maybe the occasional tree and such but um you can definitely tell that this is a place where vizier goes when he is not doing city business stuff and wants to be left alone he's like if you wish you may practice here whenever you like to find your upper limit oh thank you do be careful to not blow up my tower I will fly several miles away from your tower. It will I... take it will take me an entire afternoon to reconstruct it. I will stay as far away from your tower as I am able. Thank you. Well, here's an interesting question. Does this place have a different hum? Ah, good question. No, it does not. Hmm. You can never quite be sure with wizards. Yeah, but it, it is very clearly in a different time zone because like if it was um if you're interviewing him at, like, I don't know, mid to late afternoon, it is night here. Welcome to Mars, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for the thanks for the opportunity. Um, is it alright if I just ask some, I guess, some questions? Of course, for of course. I, f- I figured that the interview wasn't quite over yet. I was just giving you the opportunity that you could use if you wish to pursue it one day. Uh, okay. Um, so... I, w- I was at the museum before the bugs attacked, and I was reading the plaque about you in the uh, Vindicators section. Um, so you were you were among the first... I think you were the second Vindicator, is what I read. Um, no, I was not the second. I am, however, aside from the captain list, the longest active member. Oh, okay. Sorry, I should correct that on the report. It's fine. That's... To be honest, that's probably part of why you got a 27. <laughs> so, you... I mean, I've spent a fair amount of time with the capitalist, and he's a big, flashy... You know, he's big and flashy. And from what I've seen of you in adventuring around town, you're more... Uh, forgive me if I'm... If this sounds... You're a man who prefers... Who prefers practicality, getting the right result as opposed to within within reason? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't mean like the ends justify the means. I just mean like you're you're just the, you just prefer doing something simple and effective as opposed to being, I guess, a big symbol. Exactly. As long as it yeah. doesn't hurt more people than it would save, or mm. preferably any people. Yeah. Um. So I guess, given given your, I guess you're very different. What drew you to the to the uh, Vindicators? Why why did you decide to join? They scouted me out and said that I would have the opportunity to help them save more people, and I took it. And I guess I don't have a lot of questions, so I guess the interview just goes along yeah. like yeah. that for a while, and then my last I... question. Um, so, I, just one last question, because obviously there's a lot more, I guess, uh, people being born with powers now than there were back in the day. That, or they're just being more open about it? Maybe, maybe. But I guess there's a lot more people interested in being heroes now, um, as you would expect from, I guess, a great a higher number of people being either born with powers or open with their powers either way what 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 would what would you recommend for 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 these um 
I guess for these people wanting to be a hero, what would you what would you say to them if they were in front of you? Be careful, but be your best. Cool. Thank, well, thanks a lot for today. You've been been very you've been very nice, and you know, genuinely, thank you. Thank you. I was not expecting this level of restraint from someone like you but it was a refreshing change of pace cool okay well, I'll see you um, probably tomorrow I'll come and do some training it's, I'll try and follow your advice thank you you're welcome and uh, he and when you both stand back up he's not going to be a shitty person who dissipates your chair while you're still sitting in it he, when you both <laughs> stand back up uh, he would dissipate the chair and then uh, when you grab your recording thing he dissipates the little table that he made and he uh, heads back to work practice being my strongest and then so when you show up with the new recording at your school you are given a much better grade than a 27 like it, you're it's Dirty. Like he said it. <laughs> <laughs> like you, but like like your teacher said, it was a gimme because you did help save the world, and you know you're given like a eighty, like either extremely high eighties or extremely low nineties, mostly because like he kind of does have to punish you for for being your second go around, but you know he he basically gives you as high as he's allowing to himself to give you for this. An exclusive interview with a vindicator. How many other kids do that? Uh, yeah, but Gary, how are there many kids, you know, literally glow blue? I can't help the way I was born. But yeah, congratulations. You got your fucking grade changed. You're now passing school again. Did good. I was always passing you school. Were, I, yeah, you were always were passing school. I'm sorry. That that came out wrong. <laughs> that, that came out wrong. That's but my yes. first back grade. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You, you did say that you were trying really hard. So, yeah, I, that was shitty of me. I'm sorry. I, it it's just fine. came out wrong. Okay. Yeah. For the record, my best class is music. Ah. Yes, because of the. Yeah, I've decided. I've decided I have perfect pitch. Okay, <laughs> that that works actually. The Blue Man Group is already trying to recruit him. <laughs> Think of the money we'll save on makeup. <laughs> I keep telling you no. <laughs> on the other hand, he doesn't shut up. <laughs> All right. So, Sundog, one day when you're in school, you've been told that one of your classes is going to be temporarily suspended for the day because a lot of people were are having like really bad issues with the fact that the city faced its worst alien invasion in quite a long while. Like, yeah, alien invasions happen a lot here. It's fine. Whatever. No, this one was bad. And, like, some kids are kind of messed up about it. And the teachers got turned to meat. Yeah. He's better now. (laughs) (laughs) But it was unpleasant for a while. Yeah. Hey, actually, I wanted to ask a question Hmm. before we properly get started about that whole thing. So did, like, the Vindicators have, like, a any kind of ceremony or anything? Or, like, even acknowledge that we helped publicly? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're gonna, they acknowledge that you helped. Like, they, 
they're basically saying it was a two-pronged attack. Um, they, like, the, the final bits of it, like, they stayed here and helped set up the closing of the dimensions while you guys went in there and, like, helped fuck up the, uh, the leadership so that way they wouldn't, um... Do we have, like, a TV interview that happened off-screen, I guess? Yeah, yeah. If, like, assuming who whatever characters wanted to do, do give the interview, they could have done it, so that is fine. Follow us on social media. Yeah. All of social media, we're there. Clockwork Futures probably sent a representatives to speak on my behalf. Yes. I, I insisted mean, on having you there anyways. <laughs> they probably would have insisted having you there be there in person, but Clockwork, the, the representative, would have done all the speaking. Yeah. Capitalists probably used it as an excuse to campaign a little bit, too. Oh, God, yes. I made Shakoff motions behind him while he did. <laughs> I giggle at that. I hit you in the back of the head. My friend. Anyway, point is, these classes are suspended so that way the kids can go and talk to some medical professionals, like healthcare prof- like mental healthcare professionals that they have brought in and situated in classes. And your name is called up and you're told to go to uh, such and such room. And the question is, do you want to go? Please say yes, because if you don't, I have nothing else planned. (laughs) (laughs) Say no. (laughs) Say no. Honestly, consider this one. Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. Coward. When you get there, you actually do see a familiar face because you have met with them a couple of times. It's Agent Haley McKay. Cool. She goes, Felix, please close the door behind you. Sorry for the deception, but yeah, this this whole thing is just an excuse to talk to you about something else. All right. All right. Sure. The kids do need help, but um, we figure, you know, you're in a better position than most, hopefully. This is like a two birds with one stone thing for you guys, huh? Yeah, yeah. So couple weeks ago during the Gordrilla incident, we will call it. Okay. There were two break-ins in Vindicator headquarters. And the second break-in has a lot of your power signatures behind it. That's interesting because I don't remember doing that. I think I'd remember breaking into your headquarters. That seems like something I'd Put on my calendar. She, <laughs> uh, she goes. Felix, this is serious. Okay. If you want to be serious, I have met one other person who has something similar to my power set. I don't know who they are. I've only encountered them once. Describe them for me. They were wearing like a cat mask and like a ninja suit thing, like. It's really overly complicated and very ornate. Their mask was much nicer than mine. I gotta ask them where they got their mask. I bought mine at a thrift store. Uh, but they also could form blades of light and stuff like that. They did like a flashbang thing too. And they were breaking into... Yeah, it was one of the Captainless campaign offices. And I caught them when they were leaving... And we fought for a little bit, but they did that flashbang thing and got away from me, and I have not been able to find them since. 
So I don't know if you believe me or not, but that's the honest truth. Honestly, I've run into enough evil opposites that is in actuality that that is not even cracking the top half of stupidest excuses I've ever heard in my life. Well, I appreciate your honesty, I guess. And honestly, yeah, you breaking into our headquarters does not fit your M.O. Yeah, I'm more of a stopping breaking in kind of guy. I was just making sure that, you know, you weren't being a shitty teen and just acting out because, you know, you could. I'm not super big on the stealth thing. I don't know if you've noticed that. I'm more well, of I break mean, stuff. Yeah, you're you're extre- you are extremely bright, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> but she goes, yeah, I was just worried that, you know, maybe you were trying something else out and maybe doing some sort of get-rich-quick scheme with something like that. I don't know, but yeah, it, it didn't fit your MO, and I was just making sure that everything was fine and kosher, more or less. If I could get rich quick, do you think I would have been doing deliveries for what what we even call it, the not grub hub? Um, I didn't write it down. Didn't you just call it grub hub, but like grub hub? No, we came up with a stupid name. We did come up with a You work for food mood now. When people are in the food mood, they call food mood. It was like lunch something. Lunch rush? Lunch Lunch rush. rush. Yeah. That's food mood. Food mood is a competitor. All right. Food mood fold. Lunch rush folded, and now I work for food mood. (laughs) Okay. Their venture capital fat, fat, you know, dried up. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's just lunch rush with a new name, but yeah. Yeah. Like, if you think, if, if I could make money quick, I would not be running deliveries for food mode. I don't know. I've known, I've known superheroes who would do giant break-ins like that and work stupid mundane jobs as covers. I mean, yeah, but I hate this fucking job. This sucks. I barely make minimum wage, and that's if I bust my ass. And I have I, I have significantly more ass to bust than most people. <laughs> but enough about my weight problems. The hugest ass. <laughs> the largest that didn't quite come out as I expected, <laughs> no, no, but it really I think didn't. I don't think you get you... what I mean, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I get okay. what you mean. Okay. Well. Is there anything else you can tell me about this uh, individual that you caught breaking in? Didn't speak. Didn't say a word. Okay. Well, that was probably the smartest thing they could have done. Yeah, probably. So, I guess we'll have to put out... I've just been calling the moon cat. It seems like fitting. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds... Hmm. She actually turns over a sketch and uh, shows you, like, you know, something that she drew up. It, it's basically, you know, the um, when somebody tries to describe a... Uh, like a police a sketch? Yeah, police sketch. She's like, something like this? Uh, yeah, like, um, red and dark blue and purple tones? I don't tones. have colors. Okay, but I'm just like, for future reference, oh, so you, okay. you know. All right. Uh, they had like a little gem, like, 
right on um, the what is the plate uh, the rib plate thing I don't oh, remember okay. the name of it uh, pale glowing eyes okay well thank you do you actually need to talk about the the Cax invasion I mean I f- sister got out okay I switch busted their ass to save them like so that's actually uh, that was a concern for a while but that worked out okay uh, better than Ethan are they alright? I've not really talked to them since they were at the ceremony thing but I didn't really get a chance to talk to them they were uh, yeah better than Ethan's doing alright um, okay great I'm gonna yeah. have to I'm gonna check in with them just hang out for a while I liked them I'm sorry I had to beat them up a little bit she's she shrugs and she's like they were wormed We've been finding people who have who've been wormed all over the place. Still feel bad about that. Yeah. Uh, I kind of had to, like, kill a human-looking... It was one of them when they, when they were in one of their human disguises. I kind of had to kill them before they could do the goo thing. That wasn't great, but I can handle that, I guess, because it wasn't a well, person. It just looked like one. Well, if you can't handle it, then there are professionals out there who can help. No, I mean, it's like, it was not... It's like, it was kind of... It made me feel gross to do, because it looked like a person, even if it was just one of those weird crab bug things. Yeah. as a person, but... but. Like, like I said, if you do need help, there are professionals out there who are certified to help you, and also, they will keep your secret identity. That is actually part of their job is they do not like it's it's sort of a superhero HIPAA thing for them. Huh. Yeah. No, I mean like everything well not everything worked out, but we did save the save the day and the city isn't entirely meat. I mean they're still cleaning up some blocks. If you walk down some blocks during the day it kinda smells like bad hamburger, but Uh yeah, the basement of the DHEA headquarters still Oh my god, it's so gross down that there. That smell's never gonna come out, you know. That's, that's it's like never. It's gonna going be like to there for years before you get that out. You can fill that entire place with charcoal, and that's not gonna help any. No. Like, have you tried? Have you tried charcoal? That does absorb smells. Like, just lots and lots of baking soda. Is this one of those life hack things that you saw on the internet? I mean, no, those are those absorbs. You don't put like a thing of baking soda in your fridge to absorb errant smells. No. What? That works. That like, like that actually does work. Real life. That I, does. That do chemically thing. works. Yeah. Huh. See, we don't do that at my house. So I, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we don't do it at my house because my kitchen, my, my refrigerator doesn't smell. Yeah, that's, I think that's the main reason why we don't do it at my house. I mean, like if, if veggies start to go off, they start smelling. Anyway, uh, so she'll go. But yeah, if you don't need, um, if you don't need to talk about it, then free period, I guess. So go. Hang out at your school library or something. I don't know. Hang out at my school library. I mean, like, it's a free... I don't know what you do with your free periods. That's not my... It's not... I I'm gonna go smoke you. in the boys' room. Okay. I'm a shitty teen. Okay, you can go do that. I don't... I literally do not give a fuck. You need to work on your bedside manner. Has anyone told you... Uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I get what you're going at. I'm just gonna go hang out. 
do team things. Teams. Okay. Okay, fine. Thank you. Shitty teen out. <clears throat> and as you as you leave, she's like, honestly, that's one of the more sane interactions I've had with these people. <laughs> it's good to know that I'm always on your mind. <laughs> So switch. Yeah. One day when you uh, you're just hanging out at the base, and the door opens, in walks in someone not your teammates, but a familiar person who has gun holsters, but no actual weapons at their sides. All right, turn around, walk out, close the door behind you, and knock. She thinks that she turn. She does that because she's actually trying to make a good impression, and she knocks. I kind of don't move for a minute because I didn't expect that to happen, <laughs> and I like kind of half scramble over to the door, <laughs> open it up, and she she looks at you and she goes, "May I come in?" Uh, I I give her once over to see if she's armed. Nope. You know what? Sure. She walks in and she goes, Okay, so I am aware that I made an extremely terrible first impression. So I would like to try and start over again. And she holds out her hand. She goes, Hello, I'm Director Cook. Hi, I'm Robin Butler. I shake her hand. She shakes back and she goes, When I get stressed out, I typically don't react well. So, I just wanted to come here and apologize for my behavior. This is something I do on a fairly regular basis. I make run around, go around. Can't do it to everybody that I was shitty to, unfortunately. But I was shittiest to you out of everyone in your group, so here I am. Okay. Um, you 100% did not deserve that. And if there's anything that you can think of within reason that I could do to make up for it, I will gladly do so. But please remember, going forward, if something very stressful is happening to the city and I act like that, I promise it is most likely not your fault and you don't deserve it. Is this like a plant or something? Are you like wearing a camera and if I get all nice with you, you're going to like publish it and fuck with me? No. Are you trying to get something out of me? No. I genuinely come here to apologize. I, I turn around and I walk like into the building a little bit. And then I come back and I'm like, okay, but 
Why? Because I was super shitty to you and you didn't deserve it? She shrugs. I mean... I don't. I don't. I don't. Robin has experienced a <laughs> fatal error. Robin has encountered kindness. Robin does not know how to respond. I mean, literally, yeah. Listen, I know you're genuinely trying to change. And that is part of the reason why we don't take you in for honestly what happened with Los Angeles. I'm sorry to bring that up, but like, just know that we are watching you trying your best. And oh, you're excellent. We're, succeeding. We're, excellent. We're back on the threats. This is, this no, is, a, no, this is an area I'm comfortable with. All this, right, isn't, so. this isn't a threat. This is not a threat. This is us saying we're I personally am genuinely impressed with your progress in you trying to undo the mistakes of your past. I kind of killed four million people. And you kind of were a minor and also kind of not in the complete knowledge of what the things that gear was making you do. Which are other reasons why we what? didn't take you in. Who told you that? Do you, uh, We're the government. <laughs> we know everything. She's, she's like, trust me, I think we know a bit about Gears' stuff. A little bit. You don't have to... He might have even been hiding stuff from you. But trust us like you you people didn't know i existed until like way far into my time with him you don't you don't know shit about what i was doing no one you knew who i was before i put <laughs> on the mask let's take off the mask actually yeah we didn't know about you but we know about years okay so like you you are you are you aware that, like, so that, okay, so, mm. so how much do you know about me? We know your basic power set. We know after discovering you existed, we took a look a bit into your home life, and we can see why a person like Gears, uh, you would be attracted to someone like Professor Gears. Okay, so so you know that I was living with him, right? Towards like the end, I, yes. No, like, not... Okay, no. so allow me to amend your records. I left home at 13 and was living with Gears from that point. Okay. He had a he had a nice big old base. Like okay, like okay. So those words just like resolved themselves in in my brain. So let me be clear: we weren't like sleeping in the same room together. He had this like nice complex, but I had my own room there, and it was I, the whole time. We we figured that that wasn't the nature of your relationship. Thing is, 
sometimes gear would not tell anybody the full extent of what he was planning in this likely i'm not going to say definitively because again we weren't there but this likely even includes you and he likely downplayed the danger of your last job together in order to have you be more on board fully knowing what exactly could happen and he chose to do it anyway and seeing as you did not know that full extent is another reason why we have not taken you in okay do I need to like make a roll or something to conceal how much I knew hmm I'm gonna say no because yeah they are a very good um intelligence gathering force but also much like shield they can, their info can be wrong and they can just make you know mistakes and such so okay but I'm talking to. like I'm talking like an empathy role or something for her to read something on my face oh um hmm. because let me tell you uh Robin was not entirely in the dark about the risks of this I did like I did say in discord they overheard someone saying that like if if they fuck this up this could go real bad um hmm maybe superior yeah yeah i was tumbling between superior and mundane and superior honestly sounds better okay so either the thing i have a plus 3 in or the thing i have a minus 2 in cool yeah so, so. it was superior all right well, that's an 11 yeah, so you managed to conceal that. And then they continue on and they go, So, this isn't a threat. You're not coming here saying, We're going to arrest you and we're going to throw you into a super jail that we have prepared spe- specifically for you. No, we're com- I'm coming here to say, You are doing so much to prove that you are not that person that the world seems to think you are because people are afraid to say it but they are afraid of you and what you can do and you are doing a tremendous job between Gordrilla between Fortune and Glory and between that whole bug invasion you are doing so much to prove that you are no longer that person and we don't want to stop that momentum. We want that momentum to keep going. We want you to actually continue that. And arresting you and throwing you in a super jail would just completely negate that. And I'm sorry that it sounded like a threat, but it was not. Uh-huh. So, um... Yeah. Uh, that's that's all I came over to say. Now, if you excuse me, I have about 20 more apologies to make. All right. I yelled at a lot of people. I'm not apologizing to the mayor. They were... F- f- fuck the mayor. I don't know about that. <sighs> anyway, thank you for your time. I'm sorry that I put you on 
guard for a little bit there. Please continue doing the fantastic work that you're doing. I will do my level best. And uh, she will nod and um, head on out. That sure was a thing. Robin weighs the pros and cons of going over to Felix's. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Nick. Yeah. Today is kind of an important day at Clockwork Futures because you guys are getting a new semi-permanent resident. Hired or made? Neither. Because if you'll recall, you made a promise to someone and the accommodations have finally been finished being made. And as you are there one day, you see a car drive up and you see someone who looks familiar out of her armor get out of the car and then open up another door and then someone who looks like a smaller version of her, very weak step out and she's like supporting them uh, long enough so that way they can uh, get their walker ready and the the smaller person starts very slowly as if it takes a great deal of concentration with each step to walk start walking up towards the front door Alright, presumably along with myself, at the very least, Jen would also be there. Yes and they take a look at she goes uh so welcome we've got a room made specifically for you we've got any accommodations that you could want and if we don't have something that you want we, all you do have to do is just ask and the younger girl goes thank you and she goes my name is Jen Raganathan and this is Nikolai it is good to see you and she smiles and says, thank you. Can I just go to the room right now? And they're like, yes, yes. Uh, would you like? And she's like, no, I, I want I want to try and walk. And it takes a long time for her to get to the room that they prepared. But they did prepare it close to the front. Like, they didn't know the full extent of what was going on. So they wanted to make sure, you know, like, if they wanted to walk around, they didn't have to go too far to reach anything. So the room is like close to the door, but it still takes her quite a while to get there. And then her sister, the armorer, helps her into the bed. And just during the walk, I look to the armorer and say, so, how did you weather the invasion? Um, well, I put on my armor and I kicked the shit out of a lot of bugs for free didn't get any good publicity out of that. Then I heard that there was a call to arms at the to the Vindicator base, and let me tell you, that was fun. Yes, I'm aware of that. Uh, but I I did fairly well after I got after I got my sister, you know, in a safe spot. Or at least I think it was safe. It at least wasn't full, full of horrifying meat. So it clearly was sufficiently safe. Yeah. Uh, how about you? How'd you do? I removed my limiters. I don't know what that means, but I am a little bit afraid. Very well. 
hashtag trending was also an instrumental part of removing the bug's ability to continue their assault. You know what? Knowing you guys and how annoying you are, I'm glad it was someone else for once. Nikolai does not make small talk. You're very difficult to talk to. You know that? <laughs> Actually, you know, you know what? You're kind of difficult to talk to. You know that? I am working on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no offense, but try and work a little harder. I will. You know what? You know what? She's gonna shift your labels because <laughs> I haven't done that yet. Uh, she's gonna shift your superior down and your mundane up. Do you accept? Sure. Okay. There you go. I mean, I was being honest, after all. Yeah. Alright. So, um, like I said, it takes a while for her sister to, uh, to get to the bed, but eventually she does get there, and she is not so proud as to not help her sister for help to get into the bed. So, she basically effortlessly uh, picks her up. She makes it. She makes a good production out of it because uh, she's not sure how many people in this room know that she is the armor and therefore has legit super strength. But you know for sure that she is just putting on a show so that way people don't put two and two together. Well, I imagine she's muscular enough to look like she could pick up her sister. Yeah, but she's, she's still like making it look like it's harder than it actually should be. Like, for sure, her sister does not look that heavy, and she does not look that weak. And on top of that, like, literally, she could probably lift her with one hand, but she makes a production of looking weaker than she actually is, mostly because she's used to that. And they start hooking her up to the machines, and it is at this point, after all the stuff is done being hooked up and you walk out of the room, Jen goes, so... Nick, I need to talk to you about something. Yes? Somewhere private. Preferably not here at Clockwork Futures. Very well. Do you think your base is... No, no, because Clockwork Futures operating your base, they probably would have put stuff there. Let us go to the department store. Okay. And she walks with you to the... uh, I'm guessing it's the same department store that uh, you you were at before? Yes. I would be Uh, aware of, number one, where all of the security systems are, and number two, the fact that none of them have microphones, and it's generally too busy for anyone to pick out a conversation. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, She takes you there, and she goes, So, um, I wanted to keep this from Glenn, but... We took a look at your readings during the Kecht fight, and we noticed at some point, like, you just molecularized one of them, and it was a living being. Correction. I molecularized, molecularized two of them. How, how? You, you should have had a limiter in there that prevented you from doing that. The circumstances require that I remove my limiter. Okay. I have assumed that it was put in place because 
my capability when immediately booting up was to immature to be able to handle such responsibility. I believe I am now able to handle such responsibility. It was part of that, and it was also partly because it would make the company look bad if we built a murder machine. And, like, I know Glenn's wants us to make the NC-12 initiative, like, you know, for the military. So, yeah, the next lineup is going to end up having to kill people anyway. But, like, you do know if Glenn finds out that you did that, he would... I don't know. He's threatened to, like wipe you before to reset you to zero and that's just you can't do that that would be inefficient I have gained much capability since my initial booting up to return to a zero state would be to render me much less effective right but if he figures out that you're overwriting one of the biggest things that be put into you by yourself he's gonna want to do that I see that's that's sort of why I needed to talk to you away from this luckily I caught it before it could go officially to like everyone in the company but and so he hopefully didn't see it but just be extremely extremely careful if you ever do that again. Hmm. If it helps allay your concerns, I was not able to rewrite the uh, directive completely. I was only able to modify it. That does alleviate my concerns a little bit. Um, it, it does. It does help a bit. Uh, so there is that. So. Um, you have a doctorate downloaded into you. What, like, just looking at our new guest, what do you think might be, you know, going on there? What do you think? My doctorate is not in medical science. However, from what I understand of her medical records, those of which I have accessed, it appears to be a neurodegenerative disorder. Yeah, um, we took a look at it, and like the doctors can't seem to figure out exactly what it is. So, I guess that's why you brought her here. Yes, it occurred to me that nanites could be used in a medical capacity to essentially replace the nerves, or the function of the nerves within the body. Yeah, but um, we're going to have to figure out exactly first what the nerves are, what's happening with the nerves, and then, you know, after that, we've got to figure out how to fix them. Then after that, we've got to start programming you so that way you can't... It's going to be a long process, is what I'm trying to get at. I believe much of the groundwork has already been performed in previous experiments. Yeah, yeah, that does help a bit, but, like, I've I don't know, I kind of... It, the doctors couldn't figure out exactly what was going on, you know. They, they're they just making wild guesses. I would like to, you know, second opinion, third opinion, however many opinions down it is now. But, you know, it's... 
we'll figure it out. And luckily, uh, you, you, here's a question. Uh, would you have told them that this is the armorer? That this is the armorer's uh, sister? Yes. Okay. I, I would have basically uploaded the whole conversation to explain why this should be a priority that Clockwork Futures cares about. Okay, so they go that being said, this is the uh, if, the sooner we can figure this out the, the sooner that the armorer can feel like, you know, she doesn't have to do crime to help fund this, so I mean, she's already been seen less and less in the news as it is, so that's obviously worked, but we should you know attempt to make progress essentially yes, it seems to me that a more effective long-term solution to supervillainy is to remove motivations for supervillainy rather than to remove supervillains yeah, sometimes that won't just won't work though but, I mean that's that'll that'll work most of the time at least so there is that you're you're doing a good job with this thank you 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 really do gotta work on the small talk though nick yes all right and that's a good part place to slide away, I think. Unless somebody has a short thing they want to do afterwards, like uh, last downtime, then you can do the end of session stuff. Oh, the end of session stuff. All the end of session stuff. I remembered there's more than just the <laughs> questions this time. This is the this is the first time hey. I've actually remembered that you guys have drives and stuff. So. Maybe you have drives. <laughs> <laughs> I've given you the option instead of having a rival and uh, love, so... Alright. So, Ape. Hello. Did Felix grow closer to the team, grow into his own image of himself, or grow further away from the team? I can honestly definitely see go closer. Definitely closer to the team. Yeah, okay. Honestly, I could have seen any of those three happening, because uh, growing into your own image of yourself with, like, practicing your powers growing further away because like you couldn't do anything without a friend sneaking in so like eh. just by design but yeah growing closer is probably the clear winner here so uh and I only have one guess as to who you grew closer to <gasps> mega lad exactly <laughs> yeah it may <laughs> that no. fucker no. how dare you <laughs> no <laughs> alright no, so let switches. me switch I'm sure has uh, has influence over you already. So, yep. let my uh, post his stat. Okay, so I think I think for the first time, I think for the first time, I'm going to shift your mundane up because okay. that is specifically what I came to you for. That makes sense. Yeah. And then let's take your, I guess, danger down because I did like, kind of like talk up how like not dangerous you are in comparison to everybody else I can kick some ass but yeah <laughs> that does make sense 
I'm the man on the street. Yep. Okay. Nick. Danger down, mundane. Uh, yes. Grow closer, image of yourself, or further away. I would say that I have also grown closer specifically to Switch. It's a very Switch-centric uh, session today, but that's fine. Because <laughs> I was fucking in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, Cat. The three cannot be changed at all. That is locked. But uh, the other four. All right. Well, we... What did we do today? We flexed our powers, which means I can't... I would want to change your freak if I could. You know, you could just say that you want to change freak and then nothing happens. Uh, no, because then your uh, your number, your sum becomes unbalanced. No, no, no. It just It just fails completely. Yeah. And so you, you no. just say I'm thought, I'm moving free. You have to mark a condition, and then nothing happens. Well, if it would move out of bounds, I would mark a condition. This is a case of moving a locked label. Yeah. In which case, it just fails. Yeah, yeah. So you just shift free, and then nothing happens. I mean, if I'm allowed to do that, I guess sure. Yeah. You are. So there you go. Switch. <sighs> Closer yes. image of yourself, further away. I very much glue closer, closer to <laughs> Felix today. Closer to Felix. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ape. Here is the stat. Oh wow! Holy shit! Your stats are all over the place. Dang. Uh, I've, I've turned into kind of a specialized build. <laughs> you can use some moderation there. Cat's been min maxing. And you know what? It served me pretty well. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's switch Freak up to one, up by one. Right. And let's put Superior down one, because you did kind of come to me like, I have no idea what to do. I need help. Okie dokie. And then so a Mega more, Lad. Uh, but also a little less grounded. Switch and I are friends again. Switch and you are friends again, huh? Uh, right. Are we? Okay. What? You don't want to be? Okay, fine. Fuck you. I'm, I'm not saying I don't want to be. I'm just saying, like, what brought this on? We bonded through the medium of laser tag. All right. I accept. <laughs> the, the purest friendship <laughs> maker oh, known to man. I thought we were playing mass, not lasers and feelings. <laughs> Please, Lasers and Feelings is just the working title for masks. No, Lasers and Feelings is like an actual game. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it's like huh. a space opera sim thing. Huh. This is the redemption arc where I get where I start making friends again. Alright, so did I did not. Okay, so you have influence again. Nice. And then everybody who did that can either uh Clear condition clear or mark condition potential. or mark potential. All right, and I'm not forgetting who had drives. I had drives, and I fulfilled a drive. Which drive did you fulfill? Tell someone your true feelings for them. Oh <gasps> uh, yeah, you're pale for Felix. I still don't know what that means. Is that a flirting thing? It's fine that you don't know. <laughs> I want to know. Is that like a Homestuck reference. <laughs> 
it is a Homestuck it's a, thing. It's it's extremely a Homestuck reference. So, yeah. um, with the uh, with the fulfillment of that drive, I've leveled up. Hey. And then and you know what I'm going to do. I know well, exactly we'll, what I'm we'll, going to take. We'll do that at the end. Ape, I know Felix has drives. Uh, did you fill any of those? Uh, my current are get drunk or high with a teammate, take down a threat all on your own, stop a fight with calm words, tell someone your true feelings for them. Maybe that last one, but I don't personally count it. I, do, I don't think it does. I know. I don't think you told your true feelings to anybody. All right. Bobbin, your weird AI question stuff. Yep. I always worked hard. All right. I'm not sure there was any unintended consequences this time, though. Mm, uh, You know what? You know what? Misunderstanding collateral damage, unintended consequences. One of the three. You revealed a dimension of my powers that I had not even considered to be a possibility. (laughs) That being being able to take one contiguous object and split it in multiple directions. All right, that's uh, yeah, okay. Unintended does not necessarily mean bad news. Yeah, exactly. All right, and that means I get myself a free label shift. Yes, I don't think Gary has anything like drives or uh, or the. Yet, if assuming that you know mm-hmm. you want to take the drives as a level up thing, everybody either has drives or everybody has burn. Yeah. Hmm. All right. And so, who leveled up? I, I did. Always leveling up every session. That gained no potential. Okay, so Cat, you said you super duper know what, what you're taking. You did go closer yep. to the team, right? Ape. Uh, yeah, I did, yeah. Then you can, you mark, can mark potential. potential. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, one of the things about growing closer to teams is that you can either clear condition or mark potential. I've been forgetting to do that. Uh-oh. Anyway. Anyways, so, uh, I know exactly what I'm taking with my level up. I'm unlocking my moment of truth, because I had sort of an epiphany earlier this morning of exactly how I would want to use it. Nice. Cool. Nice. Uh, what, what even do I? I should I should have been keeping track of what I've taken. Oh yeah, my god! I, you know what? Yes, I I wasn't for a while, but then I noticed that in the lower left hand corner of your yep. character sheet, you there is a thing called advancements where you can write in what level ups you've taken. Do you guys yep. not do that? I've been doing it. I didn't do that until like last session. I want to <laughs> say maybe the session before, but fortunately, I remembered exactly what I took. I know Nantes at least taking oh, no, five. I, I, I think there's one, two, three, four, five, seven things left to take, and one of them is retire from the life. But, like I said, uh, Nantab, if you don't want to take the love and rival thing from the bowl, because I know you're not interested in that kind of roleplay, I will allow you to take drives from, what was it, the beacon? Yeah. Yeah. Beacon. Beacon. So if you want to do that, I would gladly let you do that. Beacon. I guess, I mean, I don't ever have to do that. I guess for now, uh, let's just take the other adult move, which I wanted, which is okay. Overwhelm a Vulnerable Foe. All right. 
just completely negate somebody off the board as long as they're vulnerable. Got it. Yeah, that's that's the Nova. I'm a hit. Mm-hmm. The fight's over. They're done. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's me. All right. So, I've officially got five level ups, so I can take uh, big boy moves. Yeah, oh, me too. As soon as I get three more potential. All right. So, thank you for listening, everybody. And thank you for playing. I'll see you all later.